Hello. <sighs> it's Still, just... it's it's been twenty twenty hours on the dot, yeah. and uh, having a hard time shaking this one. Sorry, go as as you were. <laughs> uh, hello and welcome to another episode of Locked On Spartans. It is Thursday, December fifth, twenty nineteen. I'm your host, Will Hunter. Thanks so much for tuning into today's episode and back with Abandon. Hmm, sure. Yeah. Is Matt Sheehan. Hi. The other host of the show. Uh, Matt, you were not uh, too upset to talk last night. You were actually at the game. No, no, no. You were correct. I, I was actually a little too upset to talk last <laughs> night. Because the plan was, like, I was going to call and leave a voicemail, yada, yada, yeah. yada. Leaving Breslin, we left. I'm going to. Don't don't tell anyone though. Uh, as as we're walking back to the car, I'm like that. I I I don't even care to talk to anyone right now, let alone <laughs> Will over the phone. So sorry. Um, I saw someone on Twitter last night, um, saying something along the lines of, uh, criticizing fans for leaving with nine minutes left after the under eight timeout, been calling them bandwagoners or whatever. Yes, um, yes. The people that spent their time <laughs> and money to go see a nine thirty tip. When yeah. it was an eighteen-point game with eight minutes to go, yes, they are yeah. horrible it's... fans. Jesus Christ! It's a Tuesday night. <laughs> it was eleven thirty. What are you talking about, bandwagon fans? Um, the stand that I have, uh, do not judge or criticize. It's it's not to you to determine how someone else is a fan. Uh, that certainly applies in this situation, and that's before we even get to the facts. Of the situation, like it was a 20-point game with seven minutes left at midnight on a Tuesday. People. Whatever. I'm sure that's a very low number of people that said that, but still, just the fact that even they had that opinion is, oh. You know what? People were fired up. People were really Were were they? You think so? Buddy, I've heard some takes. Oh, I mean, guilty as charged. Hand off. I mean, I've I've had some wild takes out there. And I'll... I got to say, sometimes I want to walk him back. I, I don't think I want to walk any of mine back today. So let's just get We can go two and a half hours today. Let's just get into it. <laughs> let's, just, let's just do the thing. All right. Uh, we're going to start. Matt's going to give us his take uh, on the game. I'm going to try to see if I can talk him off the ledge a little bit. Uh, we'll see. We'll You're see good at this, goes. but I don't, I don't know about this one. We'll see. Um, after that, uh, we'll see how long that takes. After that, I have uh, a critique of Tom Izzo that I think is kind of... It's not so much a critique, it's just like, it has the potential to grow into a critique. We'll say it that way. Uh, it's okay. something of concern that I think is in Izzo's area, something he has to... You have uh, a little take egg that you're sitting on and you're going to yes. raise it to be a full-grown yes. take one yes. day. Okay. Uh, and then, third segment, where you're going to talk about how this can get turned around. How Michigan State can start playing like the top team uh, that they are, uh, and that you know, ranges from simple things we'll talk about to uh, I have an absolutely wild take that Matt is going to need to hear. So, you know, I hate these. So, yeah, yeah, wait. <laughs> that's the plan for today's show. Reminded you rate, review, subscribe to the podcast. You can find Locked on Spartans wherever you get podcasts. All right, Matt, start us off. Just uh, you were at the Brez. Oh, take yeah. us through. Take us through everything. How are you feeling? What are your thoughts? What are your takes that you need to get off your chest? I, I've got a lot, so I know I'm going to forget some. So I'll, I'll blurt them out throughout the show if I leave any on the table here. But <laughs> um, I really, th- I really thought I'd be used to driving home from East Lansing. 
after just a disappointing performance by MSU team this season. But no, I I was pretty upset. Obviously, I mean, it that was a pretty, I mean, we'll call it an embarrassing uh, outing for your Spartans. But it happens in two parts. Okay, so the disappointment comes in two parts. Part one is they just looked unprepared. Like, they simply looked like they weren't ready for the moment. They weren't ready for their biggest home game on the schedule. They were sloppy. They turned the ball over. And sure, we talked about it beforehand. Duke turns the ball over very well. We didn't make them work for a lot of those turnovers, though. Like, they were just bad passes, poor decisions. Mm -hmm. And so we get all that. So with that said, the mentality of the team, the elephant in the room, of course, this team has gone through a lot, something that a lot of us literally can't even imagine with everything that's gone on with Cassius Winston, his brother, losing a brother, losing a friend of the team. So that's part one. How much of it has to deal with that situation? I don't know. We'll never know. But could it be lingering? It'd be foolish to rule it out, especially within three weeks of all this happening. So that's part one. Part two is the stuff that really is inexcusable. Like the fact that, you know, we brought this up, but man, was it magnified last night once again. No backup point guard. The game plan for Vernon Carey. What what on earth was that? Why are we finally starting to double team him when it's an 18-point game with nine minutes left? Why is that our first time that... We're not doing the old, oh, let's just single cover him with three guys that have no business even trying to defend him clearly as he's getting the easiest two points at a time that a big man can. Like, that game plan was just awful to start off with. And I know that we've done this whole thing of these shots are going to start falling. And I'm guilty to it, too. I thought these shots would start falling. How, how could Division One athletes miss these wide-open shots time after time again? I, I think it's time to start worrying about the shooting, though. Maybe these shots aren't going to start falling here. Because there was a good deal of shots, whether it be from the three-point line or the free-throw line, that were wide open, and uh, they were looking like me out there, just (laughs) clanking it off the iron. Just not a good situation. So that is where my disappointment lies over the two parts. How was that? Was was, was that okay? Sure. It was fine. Okay. Um, So the – I should – elaborate or i don't know clarify or something i know you didn't listen to the show yesterday i listened to the first 15 minutes and then it was like meeting palooza at work i was like okay. oh, oh great did you hear my vernon carry take i did and i agreed with it like okay uh, yeah like he don't get me wrong he, he's a fine player at what he does but yeah he's one-dimensional and he's just big like trying thomas kithier out there I, I i like kithier i think he's a good player but you talk about a mismatch <laughs> oh, Billy boy, my goodness gracious. It, it, it looked like a coach versus players game at like a youth basketball tournament. Like yeah. he, he was getting anything he wanted. And it, that's, was, it was against him and Bingham. So it, yeah, that's something that I, I will, I'll save sort of some of that. Uh, Cause that does relate to the, the Izzo uh, sort of critique. But I think just the biggest thing, as it relates to a, a guy like Carey is not, you know, stopping him when he's on offense. It's having the skill set and sort of ability to put a guy like that in a, in a tough spot. And that's the biggest thing to me right now missing is, is not just shooting because shooting is going to get better based on Are averages. we going to say that all season though? No, I, I don't no, know. Yes. Like, like no, because the math. So they're 160th in three-point shooting right now. Middle, dead middle of the pack, pretty much. Slightly above average in terms of the entire D1. Mm-hmm. 
and every single person on the team who's taken anything with any sort of volume except for uh, Aaron Henry is shooting worse than you would expect. Cassius Winston is shooting like 36% from three. Uh, Rocket Watts is at 20. Xavier Tillman's at 22. And Xavier Tillman was at 30 last year. Like Gabe Brown is going to hold around 40, which is where he's at. You got to increase that volume. Um, you just have mm-hmm. a lot of guys, and they're they're actually not taking many threes this year. Um, uh, you can we'll see sort of, why. I mean, yeah, yeah. <laughs> they, they <laughs> but, don't fall. But I mean, it's just like if if the guys just kind of shoot what you think they're capable of shooting. Like Cassius has been a forty percent three point shooter or better his entire career, uh, and he's someone who's taking a lot of volume. And missing more than he usually does. Not, I, I don't think they're going to be a great three-point shooting team, but they should be able to get into a spot where they're a top 50 in terms of percentage, right around 50th in the country, somewhere in there, 50 or 40th, where they're a capable three-point shooting team. Um, I'm not super worried about that just yet. I don't think they're... Unless Rocket Watts really finds the range, which... Oh boy! Do we want to have this conversation or no? <laughs> no, I'm just I'm just saying with his shooting, unless he sort of finds it, I don't foresee them being a really good shooting team this year. But like Gabe Brown is an absolute knockdown shooter. Cassius Winston should be pretty damn close to that. Bingham shot uh, pretty well from three last year. We know he can shoot it. He missed his first seven attempts, I think, and then finally hit two. Although one was a bank, finally had one look really good. I, I, I heard him call it. I heard him call you it from the, the call second it. to last row of, of Breslin. I, I heard him loud and clear. Yeah, yeah. I just, I, I think they're they're not shooting as well as they can right now, and I and that's not to say they're going to shoot really well. I think they'll be able to shoot better. The big thing for me is there's not a single person above six foot eight who's willing and consistent enough to threaten from deep. Um, no one who plays four or five on this team, like Kenny Goins did last year, and I talked about it. You know, Kenny wasn't knocked down, but he was willing. He took four a game, and he, he was, was a capable. Threat. He at least stretched it. Yeah, he was capable right. enough. And that's Xavier Tillman right now is taking two a game, and he's shooting like twenty two percent. So he's got to double his takes and double his efficiency in that to get to a point where you're like okay. Um, and then when you're a ball screen offense, when you're running the pick and roll, like Cassius Winston does a lot, uh, and that lane's getting clogged because the spacing's off, like it's going to just kill the offense. Um, so that's my biggest thing right now. I'm not worried about backup point guard. Um, they didn't have a backup point guard last year and they're rocket. They at least like had McQuaid though, like who could, you know, (laughs) take some of the load. You I'm, are, like, I'm, I'm not saying you, he was Irvin Johnson. You are, <laughs> he at you least are, was competent, though. You are too fondly remembering the McQuaid at point guard minutes. I remember that he was serviceable, and that's really all we need, and we can't even get that so far this year. Like, I, that's, that's, yeah. that's how I see it. <laughs> I think Rocket Watts, as, that, as a serviceable ball handler initiator of offense, can do that just fine um, and spell yeah. Cassius at point guard. I don't think Foster Lawyer is going to be playing much point guard this year. Um, unfortunately just, yeah, they can't, yeah, can't seemingly, seemingly can't trust them. So I'm a little bit worried about the shooting and I'm a little bit worried just how that is going to impact the spacing. Um, I still think just because it's been so crazy so early and this is kind of my overarching take, like they've played a bunch of really great teams and they've been on the road, New York, Seton Hall, Maui, 
than playing Duke. Like there hasn't and, and throw in the middle of that the tragedy of, of Zach Winston and there just hasn't really been a moment of consistent like we're just playing basketball and doing our thing. Like they, they kind of got thrown into a crazy gauntlet and haven't been able to settle in yet. Um so I, I'm eager to see what happens over these next five, six games where they have some easier games this, this stretch and is our, coming at the yeah, very right time yeah. yeah and they get to stay home for extended periods of time every every game is a home game even the one in northwestern even they're gonna the be one. playing in front of a home crowd so yeah, <laughs> yeah. They, they've got nothing but home games coming up and I'm, I'm gonna assume that oakland game at little caesar arena uh, might favor msu too yeah. i maybe going out on a limb here but it is coming at the right time it's it, yeah it's sort of like a get right month for them like but it's, it's also like i don't know like in the back of your head it's like if they somehow do drop one of these games against Rockers, Oakland, Northwestern, Eastern, or Western. Like, like yeah, this is coming sure. at a great time. But, man, if, uh, ho, 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 if something doesn't uh, go the way it should go, then, yeah, we're, uh, we're going to be tap dancing on the panic button perhaps here. So. But yeah, that's probably I, a low percentage chance. That's maybe like a twenty ah, percent chance they lose one of these games coming up. I also think we're, we're, we're discounting just how freaking good uh, these guys are, this team is, how good they were at the end of last season, um, how good of a coach Tom Izzo is, how good the staff is, how experienced everyone is. Like, If you're going to have blind faith in anybody... <laughs> yeah, to just sort and this of, is something that like we forget, myself included, just forget every year. It's not like they replaced six guys. They lost Matt McQuaid, Kenny Goins, and Nick Ward, who are all nice players, all of whom are very replaceable. I said this yesterday like five times, but I'm going to keep saying it. They, they, they lost Miles Bridges and Jaron Jackson and then went to the Final Four. You can replace Matt McQuaid, Kenny Goins, and Nick Ward. You just can. <sighs> they miss them right Matt, you, you, they miss them, sure. They miss them a bit right now. But if you can't replace replacement-level starters, that's an issue. And I, I like they've never not been able to replace a guy like McQuaid, a guy like Kenny Goins, a guy like Nick Ward. I I, I do agree with that, but at what point do you look at who's on the court now and uh, be like, oh, maybe this isn't going to work? Like, when am I allowed to start actually worrying about Rocket Watts? Because for me, it's uh, what time is it now? <laughs> seven forty-eight p.m. It's seven forty-eight p.m. right now on this beautiful Wednesday for me. Right now is when I'm starting to worry about him. But I when I, I told you January, but I guess it. it well, here, let's pause here and we can continue okay. with this. Because this is probably going to filter into your what you want to bring up with it, though. Too, sure. So, yeah. All right. Treat yourself to the meal you deserve. Have your favorite restaurant come to you with DoorDash. Right now, our listeners can get $5 off their first order of $15 or more when you download the DoorDash app and enter promo code LOCKEDON. That's the DoorDash app, promo code LOCKEDON. All right. So you're worried about Rocket Watts. Let, I am. Like, yes. What are you expecting of him? Like, and try to look mm-hmm. at it through the lens of Aaron Henry last season, right? His yeah, sure. and and Henry got the benefit of getting to play a month and a half behind Langford before Langford went out. Rocket Watts didn't. Yeah. So just try to, I guess, use that to frame it. And and what are you expecting from him? <clears throat> Excuse me, from him because he's clearly their number five, number six, number seven type guy in terms of impact right now but he's playing like he's number like he's taking the third most amount of shots so far this year he needs to shoot less (laughs) he he does or start hitting your wide open this is where like i turn to the bad guy because obviously you know i it's it's not fun to rip college players but at the end of the day when we're talking about college teams 
like performance. Okay, like that's just part of it. I'm sorry. So I, I got to be the bad guy here and no, you know, talk about how an 18 year old isn't really living <laughs> up to any expectations whatsoever. But it's just the fact of the matter. Like he, he came here to be, I, to me at least, was advertised as a scorer. And when mm-hmm. I'm seeing – and I know he loves that little baseline floater. I'm sure it's going to work one day. But, man, like, boy, did that shot float yesterday. My God. Um, and he... just missing wide-open shots, though. And, like, he, he can't be taking the third most amount of shots on the team while shooting at a 27% clip. Like, the, how is that sustainable at all? <laughs> it's clearly not. Um, yeah, no, he has um... – I'm just looking through this. His, his defense here. is good. I don't. I don't want to completely, t- you know, keep crapping on this kid. I'm sure he. I really do think he will be a good player here one day. I. I do. His defense has been solid, but he, man, like, who boy, on that one end of the court where we kind of need help right now, like, oh he, boy, he hasn't been good uh, offensively. His, his offensive rating is 82.8. Like, it's just objectively, he hasn't been good on that side of the floor, and that's. <sighs> It's okay to say that. You're not saying Rocket Watts sucks at basketball. You're saying Rocket Watts hasn't been playing good basketball lately. <laughs> like, totally uh, above board there. It's, it's, I know, yeah, he's 18. You don't want to, like, lay in. It's a tough someone. line to toe, but, like, yeah, I'm, like, tough it's right line in front of toe. us. We got to talk about it. So, yeah, like, the, no, the, the just, kid who has he, videos of him putting up, like, 60 a night in high school, yeah. like, is missing open shots and getting stuffed seemingly at the rim every single game. I don't know if that's, like, his quirk. I don't know if that's like his Connor Cook interception in a big game moment that he has to do, but like, buddy, maybe go up or not go up at all. Uh, a little stronger. Um, I would just vote for don't go up though. These guys are six eleven that you're driving to, and they're college athletes. So I digress. Yeah, well, and he's 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 learning, and it's not going well. He's um, learning hard. Yeah. yeah, he's learning the absolute hard way. Um, as long as he's still working on defense, doing a good job against other guys, top guards, um, you know, I, I, the shots have to sort of curtail a bit and it's tough because I know Izzo probably wants him to get going, probably mm-hmm. wants to like, cause the nice thing about him is sort of, you, you never have to worry. Like, is he up to this? Like, buddy rockets always game. <laughs> like yeah. he's never, um, had a shot he wasn't ready to take. He's just got to a learn how to take more efficient, better shots, and b start you know hitting open ones when he gets them. Because yeah, he's missed open ones, he's missed contested ones, he's missed <laughs> in at the rim, he's missed from three, he's missed in the mid range. Uh, it's it's just not going well a little bit. Everything, him. A little little cocktail for yeah, yeah. But when it gets going for him, and you have to think at some point it will, um, he'll be fine. And in even so, like. This team is not going to the final four if Rocket Watts is their number two or three leading scorer. They're just not. Um, that's got to be Xavier Tillman, and that's got to be Aaron Henry, and that's really it's got to be Gabe Brown too. Like yeah, Brown, right? Aaron Henry and Gabe Brown's shooting numbers are really good, both of them. Um, mm-hmm. And we talked about this. They need to shoot more. They need to have more of the ball. They need to have higher possession numbers. They need to have higher shot percentage numbers. They it just has to be um Xavier Tillman's coming up a little bit and um you know good for him I don't think he was like great um against Duke by any stretch but he you know he scores 20 points on 14 shots five offensive rebounds three assists two blocks two steals he does turn it over three times and is still sort of settling in to try to find that Xavier Tillman that we saw at the end of last season um but he was above average um, 
and you need more of that from him. And you know, Cassius wasn't great. You just it's like it's gotta be Cassius, Henry, Tillman, Brown uh, are gonna have to like carry the load. So that's why I'm not freaking out on Rocket Watts. I'd mm-hmm. like him to play better and uh, yeah. I, I, it's tough because you want him to keep gunning. You want him to keep being confident, but you don't want him to be shooting 27% with the second most shots on the team. No. So, like, I, I wonder if we had the same Izzo take that, that, that you're going to roll out here. It does have to do with, like, the starting rotation or, like, lineups at all or not. Yes, yes. Okay, all it, right. It has Warmer, to do, we're getting there, yeah. all right. I think, so, I, and I talked about this last year. Like, Tom Izzo is notoriously a stubborn person. Have you heard? No, it's not the Tom Izzo <laughs> I know. No, he's, he's very sturdy uh, and and has his, it's his way or the highway, baby. Short but sturdy. That's uh, yeah. He's stout. Uh, in, in many yeah. ways, but I think something he did really well last year is kind of um, he was the most flexible that I think we've seen from him in a long time in terms of style of play, molding to the skill set, um, you know, letting a little bit more freedom on the court. Uh, there were a few articles written how like he he went to the Warriors and kind of was watching them and like, all right, how can I bring a little bit of that magic here? A little bit more freedom of movement, all that stuff, switchability, moving the ball, having fun. And I think we saw that pay pretty good dividends last year. It was a different looking MSU attack, but it fit the pieces they had. Mm-hmm. And so far this year, I think he's just been a little bit slow to that kind of trigger and maybe We'll see more of that, some more experimentation. But, like, you know, I feel like every single lineup Michigan State's used this year has had two bigs. Don't you? Yeah, no, that that definitely does feel like it. Um, so, and, and they've got, you know, they've got enough guys where you, you can do a lineup where you don't even have a big. Like, it depends who you're playing against, but, like... Sure, yeah. Gabe Brown is 6'7". Gabe Brown, you don't yeah. want him defending a center, but if you have a team that you're playing whose center is 6'8", whatever, and doesn't play a ton in the post, you know, Gabe Brown can be someone who can physically match up there. And they just haven't, you know, every lineup has two bigs. There's a point guard, there's a shooting guard, there's a small forward, there's a power forward, there's a center. And it's like the the talent they have is just a little bit more versatile than that, I think. I don't think they need to be all pigeonholed into like, well, we have to have a power forward on the floor at all times. Like, do you? Well, we saw how that worked last night. I mean, against Duke, like <laughs> yeah. clearly, it clearly doesn't matter if we do have a power forward because they just get yammed on every single time the ball goes in the post. But I mean, I'm half kidding about that. I know we're not going to face a Vernon Carey every single night we take on a team. So. No, but they, they will face. I mean, like Wesson in Ohio State is that kind oh, of yeah. player. Like they're like Tusky be... for Michigan, or yeah. uh, oh, who's the Maryland kid? I forgot his name. Jaden Smith. Who? Mar- tall guy in Maryland. Jalen, yeah. but Jalen's more. Oh, Jalen Smith, Will, Will Smith's no, no, Will Smith's kid. No, I'm I'm doubling down. Will Smith's kid, Jalen Smith. My bad. Jalen, yeah, Jalen Smith was a really. He was like the Marcus Bingham type um, mm-hmm. that they had that last year. He's not as as back to the basket really. Bruno Fernando, yeah, right, was but talented more. though. Like, yeah, sure. I I no, I get what you're saying, but continue. Mm-hmm. Oh no, that that was it. Just I, I was naming just different picks to worry about that are going to be keeping me up at night the the previous night or yeah. nights plural before we face them. So yeah, I'd like to see more, um, more especially in this stretch. Like let's just try some shit. 
you let's know get nuts yeah let's just do it <laughs> let's let's see what a small ball lineup looks like with this group like you have what? seven wings like put Gabe Brown, Aaron Henry, and Kyle Ahrens on the floor all at the same time. What's, see what it looks like. What, what's your ideal lineup? Like it, it, regardless of the situation, yada yada yada. Like what, what's your ideal lineup on the what lineup on the floor would make Will smile the most? Uh, Cassius Henry, Brown, Tillman, probably Malik Hall. Oh, okay, all right. We were we were aligned there, but I th- I think. I like Malik Hall. I think he's a very good player, but I think I would go with the Cassius Henry Brown Bingham Tillman trade. Mm-hmm. So Which, I like Bingham. I don't know. Like he's. I, I feel like he's gotten you know going a little faster than I don't know. I, 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 at least I would expect this year. But what do I know? Like I, I feel like he's had a pretty strong start to the year. He so. has. He's he's actually he's done some nice things. Um, yeah. He uses a lot of the ball when he's out there. His possession and shot numbers mm-hmm. are high because he's yeah. always oh, yeah. like dunking, finishing lobs, shooting it, or turning it over. Yeah. <laughs> Although his turnover rate's pretty low. I don't know why I just pigeonholed him that as that The cameras are rolling when uh when yeah. Bingham has the ball. That's, he's got the yeah. second lowest turnover uh percentage on the team behind Gabe Brown, who we know why Gabe yeah. Brown doesn't have that. Um yeah, they've actually uh, Cassius Henry at the two lineups are very not. It's Cassius Henry Brown Hall Tillman is the most popular lineup actually. Then Cassius Henry Arns Brown Tillman um, mm-hmm. are the two lineups where Henry's at the two. Um, everyone else has Rocket Watts in terms of most frequent lineups the past five games. Um, so that's interesting. Yeah, I think they. I think there's just more that can be done with this team, with this roster in terms of experimentation and trying different things on offense. I have something wild. Oh, and defensively, dear God, like, did did you realize this at all too? Like Vernon Carey, big lumbering prototypical Mm -hmm. center in 2004, number one Mm -hmm. overall draft pick in 2004, Vernon Carey, just dominating, um, throwing guys at him one-on-one who are either shorter or uh, not either are both shorter and skinnier than him. <laughs> it's just mm-hmm. not working. It's not working. Tom Izzo looks around at the crowd, uh, looks at Steve Kerr, sees Draymond Green up in the, in the box and goes, Hmm. Yeah. If only there was a solution for this right in front of my face. <laughs> yeah. Yep. If only the, uh, the team that all but eliminated Vernon Carey from being a first round pick. Uh, in the NBA, if only they were sitting in my in my freaking stands right now. Draymond Green, like yeah, yeah, like oh, you've got the uh, the architect and the centerpiece of the team that made centers like Vernon Carey completely obsolete in the building, yeah. and you can't figure out like maybe we should run a small lineup and try to get Vernon Carey moving a bit on defense. Uh, but no, I no, 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 that, that's okay. The single coverage is working. He he's only getting two points. Every yeah. time he touches the ball, not three or four. So actually, no, there were a lot of N ones. So there never were mind. some N ones, and he stepped out and hit a three. <laughs> and what the hell's with him hitting every free throw he took? Like I swear to God, I he know. shot one hundred and twenty percent last night. He ended up nine of twelve, but I think he hits his first seven. You know how stupid 56. I looked at the stands the first time he went to the line. I was like, oh, that's fine, sixty percent free throw shooter, 56. and then he cl- cashes his next 56. seven. I'm like, okay, I'm done talking yeah. the rest of the game. Fifty. I was not done talking the rest of the game. <laughs> 56% free throw shooter Vernon Carey starts 7 of 7 from the free throw Oh, line. my my smug self is like, oh, this is fine. You know, everyone sitting around me probably thought I was an idiot, which is accurate. Fine. Sure, but you are. I just wish it wasn't for that reason. I mean, man. All right, let's 
let's talk about these potential experimentations. We'll see if you have anything. Um, I'll throw some of mine out there. You're going to do your take, aren't you? And then I'm going to blow you away. We'll do that here in just a minute. Okay, Have you? did you think of anything, or, or do you want to see them sort of try anything? Uh, I want to see Cassius off the ball more. I want to see Bingham at the five without another big, et cetera. Like, is there anything you want to see yeah, with this I team mean, that I, you haven't seen a ton yet? I, I think it is the first thing you said, Cassius off the ball. Mm-hmm. Like, I, Why not? I mean, whether it's the, the Foster Winston train or the, the Rocket Winston train, like, I, I don't know, like – it's just something to light a spark sure. would be nice. And obviously, duh, Cash is pretty comfortable with the ball, comfortable at point guard. But in this stretch here, the next five games, why why not just sample it? Why why not just have a, a nice little taste of what that could look like? So yeah. it's that. And it's just like the small ball lineups of, I don't know, going all the way down to, I don't know, Bingham at the five and league at the four. And I, I know that sounds ridiculous with Bingham at the five being considered small ball. But or maybe even Malik at the five. I don't know. But yeah, it's just kind of like what you were saying last segment. Yeah. Like the the small ball lineups. Yeah, that that might be the way to go. Like, and I don't know. You have five games to try it. So yeah, I would give it a go. I would love to see a Bingham at the five with um, three of the four of Rocket Brown Henry Arns take it up the the you know sort of the wings if you like a point guard you got Cassius you got Bingham at the five and then you got three wings in between them um or you've got Cassius you've got Tillman you've got three wings between them Cassius Malik and you could go small there with Cassius Rocket Henry Brown Malik Hall like I would be really interested to see that and that's like such a long like everyone is six seven (laughs) except for Cassius Rocket's not but uh, like they're all adequate good athletic big bodies yeah that can get into you on that end of the floor ken dunk ken yeah. dunk <laughs> ken you, dunk is how we're going to qualify this <laughs> and then you've got cassius and if you want to just play the most locked down defense lineup ever swap out cassius throw um rocket at point guard bring in rnz2 or something like that and just just really get after it but uh, yeah i just want i would love to see lineups like that um sure you know you could take cassius off the ball uh, a little bit i want Tom Izzo to like sit Xavier Tillman down and just say, you are shooting four threes a game. Like you're just, you're doing it. These next five, whatever the game, like Rutgers, Oakland, Northwestern, Eastern, Western. Like he's going to have a, a weapon on the chair next to him. You are taking just, just an open yeah. threat. Gilbert Arena style. Like I, uh, I'm just like, you know, it's, yeah. I, I want you to shoot four a game. And That's even, all I'm going to say. Good even, luck. Even Illinois at home. Cause after Illinois, it's Michigan at home, even Illinois at home, that stretch, like we got to have somebody big space the floor. And I do think Tillman is the most capable of doing it. We'll see about Malik Hall, but like it, it doesn't even have to be Tillman. Like Izzo just sits down all the bigs and goes, you mother bleepers are shooting so many threes or I'm going to kick you in the, you know what, like just get after it I, I he's just playing it. rockets highlights in the facility on, on a loop <laughs> like bombs, next month <laughs> bombs away baby um and i would like to you know one sort of thing aaron henry is i don't know maybe we can talk more about henry later but sure yeah let's do that let's i want to save the the aaron henry stuff but like yeah i think he's just a different kind of dude and izzo's gotta kind of learn how to handle him almost with kid gloves a little bit um because I think he's just a different kind of dude uh, and needs yeah. motivation in a different kind of way. Um, 
but you know, his numbers are sick. They just, I, I want him to have more of the ball. I want him to play um, with the ball in his hands more and be more aggressive. But uh, that's yeah. all pretty standard stuff. I got something wild for you. Dude, un- uncork it for me. Okay, it, it, it involves Foster Lawyer. I, I understand, yes. So here's what I'm thinking. Foster Lawyer can't really play point guard in the traditional sense and stay out on the floor. Oh, I know you want him to be slot receiver for the football team, don't you? I want Foster Lawyer to go to the baseball team and be Ah, the cat. No. (laughs) Okay. All right. No, it's I want Foster Lawyer to be on the floor more. I want him to stand in the corner on offense. I want him to run off screens on offense. I want him to just absolutely never stop moving and never, ever, ever shoot the ball inside the three-point arc. I want Foster Lawyer to take seven threes a game. Oh, okay. This is going to be a really niche reference, I think, depending on how dialed into college hoops you are. But it's like the Creighton team with uh, Doug McDermott. They had this guy named Ethan Raggy. Like, the guy <laughs> literally, I think, put the ball on the floor to dribble four times the entire yes. season. Yep. Yeah. Just I, I want him. Gun it I want him time. to be. I want him on the offensive end. I want him to be JJ Redick. I want him to be Clay Thompson. Well, who's an Oakland kid? Travis Bader. I Travis, think his name was. No, like, Travis Bader look. had the ball a lot though. Travis Bader. Dude, was oh, putting I'm thinking of it. Oh God, this is gonna kill me. Who? Oh, who's a kid from Oakland? Oh man, this is gonna kill me so much. I don't know. Uh, <laughs> Oakland three point shooter. Uh, this is this is gonna come up with Oakland Warriors anyway. Yeah. But Good yeah, luck. Honestly, yeah. like. Like, so Max Hooper, Max Hooper, Max Hooper, Max Hooper. <laughs> Max oh Hooper. God, nice why not? But like, like honestly, why not? Like we've we've beaten this horse into the ground. Like, what's happening is not working. Why not give it a no, shot? That, that's what I, I'm saying. Like, yeah, use you, you've only you you can't make Foster Lawyer get taller. You can't. No, you can't give him better feet. You can eventually make him a little bit stronger over time. Yeah, he's yeah. having an impossible time on the ball. He just is. He's overwhelmed. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He is absolutely a he, lethal like, knockdown shooter. Shot, shot creation for him, like with the ball, not happening. No, just it's just simply not. It's just not. at the And that's that's whatever. Yeah. It's not going to work. I don't hate Stop it. Stop trying to make that work. Why not? Like the kid, he's shooting only 43. He's shooting 43% on low volume this year. Everything yeah. we know about him is that he can be absolutely lethal knockdown cold shooter. He made 120 straight free throws in high school, right? Mhm. Just try it. Like the kid can shoot. You need spacing. Yes, he's a liability on the other end and this sort of to make this work to have like to have him out there for 18 minutes taking shots. I think and this is something why I don't think this is ever going to happen because Tom Izzo won't do this. You have to kind of modify the approach on defense. Um, you got to be willing to hide him. You put him on whoever on the other team cannot score. Like whoever between the, the one and the three, someone between six foot and six foot six who just can't score, you put Foster Lawyer on him, you tell him to stay in front of him, and you bring help, you hedge his way, you cheat off your guys with him. Do you smell that? You you give him the Steph that, Curry. Is that the three two zone that, that I smell? No, is that is it's that, not oh, a three two zone. You oh, can do man. it with Matt. Like, <laughs> dude, the the literally the Boston Celtics with Isaiah Thomas 
had the number one defensive efficiency in the NBA for, I think, that entire season when he was going off. And Isaiah Thomas was the worst-rated defensive player by, like, deep defensive versus position, DVP numbers. Um, Just, like, the single worst individual defender in the NBA, and yet they're the number one defensive efficiency team because they're able to hide them. You can hide. It's college basketball, dude. There are kids all over the floor who cannot play offense. You can hide Foster Lawyer in defense. You just can't one-on-one him with an opposing team's point guard and say, go stop him. He's never going to be yeah. able to do it. And if you, like, I don't, it's I just, like, it. like, hide him on defense a little bit, run him through a shitload of screens, have him shoot a ton of threes. Like, he'll make them, and he'll stretch the floor. And, like, think of how that can warp a defense with that kind of stretching, uh, like, any guy who's like a little water bug a water bug like three a, point shooter makes life really hard on opposing teams and then it, you got it's, it, so, sorry sorry go ahead no i was just saying then you got the cassius winston two-man game in the middle you've got the best two-man yeah. game point guard in the country and then you just you know you put a foster lawyer who can shoot around him you put Gabe brown out on the perimeter around him like all of a sudden like oh we've got some spacing and we can run this awesome pick and roll uh with really movable athletic bigs and things it's a why not thing like why not try it why not try it it's it's a sunken cost why not just give it a shot yeah like because and this sounds great but like i'm also laughing like we want to try this next five games we want to try small ball the next five games we want to try <laughs> cash us off the ball like if, if, if it was up to us the next five games <laughs> oh boy Izzo would have an aneurysm <laughs> we are trying everything next game julius marble at the point guard eh, why not what the heck let's give it a go so yep yeah dude like it'll so if it was up to us we're trying we're throwing everything on the table it, but i i hope they at least try half of what we're saying none of so. it'll never happen i don't think they're going to do anything different just that's yeah. my one thing with Izzo always and i love the results we get from him and i think he obviously everything speaks for itself but just sometimes is a little bit too slow, a little bit too stubborn. He, you know, last year's given me a little bit of hope because they they changed mm-hmm. some things up, they opened it up, and they they veered away from some of the staples in favor of, you know, tailoring the game to the to the team's skill set. You got a you got an absolutely lethal three point shooter who you can't keep on the floor find a way to keep him on the floor because your team needs spacing right now. And I think as weird as it is, like bringing him off the ball like that can absolutely provide spacing and just give him the greenest light you could ever give him. Oh, tell him that if you catch the ball and you don't shoot, your your ass is back on the bench, bud. Yeah, that, that's what I would just, do. I'll, like, I'll just give him that treatment. The same treatment that you're giving Tillman, you know, just that. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm not going to threaten you, but I'm going to say. <laughs> just you're getting, the, you're getting the crowbar to the shins when you get back <laughs> to the bench if you don't shoot four threes. In the next ten minutes, so. yeah, gotta yeah. gotta freaking empower these these dudes, and and they need his shooting. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> like that changes. If Foster Lawyer ever became someone who shot four threes a game and hit him at a forty four percent clip, forty two percent clip, forty percent clip, that changes the whole dynamic of the offense. He's back. Like, not just he's back, like, he's playing 16 minutes a game, and their offensive rating is going up, and everything is looking so much better. But it's just... One can dream. Yeah. One can dream. Do, does anyone have Tom Bizzo's number? Play. I think Dane Fife listens to the podcast. D- Dane, I'd be shocked if he didn't. Dane, yeah. play Foster off the ball just a little bit. Just see what happens. 
Yeah. Stick them in the corner, run them through oh, some he, screens, run some yeah. shit for them. The gauntlet. Take the yeah. ball out of his hands. He yeah. either catches it and shoots, or he catches it, pump fakes, then tries to shoot, or he gets rid of it. Is it? You know how like kickers have their own practice on football teams, like they yeah. just do their own thing. Yes. All I would do for yes. Foster Lawyers yes. is have him gun threes and put him on a treadmill <laughs> for ten miles a day. You better get comfortable Dude. with running until your feet fall and off and hitting threes. It, like that's it. And that stuff like that, and we're joking. Clearly we're joking around having fun, like with this little bit absurd idea. How easy is that in terms of just like setting a plan and like doing it? Like, all right, Foster. You're going to be the most well-conditioned, best in-shape player yeah. in the entire mm-hmm. country. You are going to 1% run. body fat You are going to yeah. run and run and run and run. Yeah. And you are going to run defenders into the ground. And then mm-hmm. you're just going to shoot threes. That's your job. I Yeah. I want him to be tighter with the cross-country team yes. than I do the, yes. the basketball <laughs> yes. team. Yes. I want him to be boys with those guys. <laughs> yes. I want him to have to reintroduce himself every time he gets back in the basketball <laughs> locker room. A little fuzzy on names with the coaching staff is, is what we want. But cross country, he, he knows every kid on that crew. So you put that's in, what we want. You put in a 10K, you shoot 153s, you go mm-hmm. home, you yep. come back you study, tomorrow. You do it all over <laughs> you again. You put in a 10K. Yeah, like honestly, that that could work for him. He could How be. Are we not on the staff? This is disgusting <laughs> that we're wasting time doing this Cause, podcast. Because we're just idiots. <laughs> This is disgusting that we're wasting our time doing this. If anybody knows anybody with any sort of pull, if you know a manager, Mm -hmm. like just, you can take the credit for it. Just suggest, like write it down on a piece of paper. Like, could Foster be our JJ Red? Just like write Mm -hmm. something down. Try to get it in front of somebody. That Foster lawyer can just be an absolute fitness machine, never stop running on offense and rain threes. And that's his job. Mm -hmm. He doesn't even have to know the plays anymore. (laughs) <laughs> just... no, no 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 he he better know the baseline that's all he has to know yeah. I, I want him either in a chair at lecture hall on an elliptical <laughs> or on a treadmill and i and that's it he's that's all i want to see him on he's either running from like corner to corner like along yeah. the baseline or he's mm-hmm. on the bench like when he's playing basketball yes. he's either running from one corner to the other or he's, on, when the he's on the bench, bench. I wanted to be on a bike. Like, you know, like when you're an injured player and yes. you're cr- trying to keep the legs loose. I, I, yeah. I, I don't want him like slowly doing it. I want him busting, busting ass it. like he's Lance Armstrong. Yeah. I, I want like, like he's in the hills of the Alps. I want, I want him, him just going for it. I want him attached to one of those uh, rigs where he's generating power for the entire yes. building. Yes. Like, yes. and if the lights go out, everyone yes. knows it's because Foster mm-hmm. Lawyer stopped pedaling on his bike. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. That he's a quitter. Yes. He's a quit, and everyone just yes. starts screaming at him. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yep. that's what I want. I just want absolute freak show, marathon man, Foster yeah. Lawyer, reigning threes. 100%. 100%. I don't feel like this got away from us at all. I Not even like, a little bit. I feel like this is this is a, a good dialogue that we're, should absolutely find the ears of the coaching staff. We're joking, but I'm deadly serious with this. Oh, I, yeah. I don't yeah. even... Who's a, who, who is to say we're joking? <laughs> We're 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 being funny, but we are deadly serious about this. Oh yeah, no, I, I, it might sound like I'm laughing, but I'm straight faced right now. Yeah, we in <sighs> oh, God, we're starting a thing. Hashtag Foster off the ball. Mm-hmm. Or we'll think yes. of something. Let's think of something. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Well, we'll workshop. Marathon this. man, lawyer. So if any listener has made it this far into the podcast, yeah. uh, if you could help us by <laughs> starting a hashtag, you t- tweet uh, at Foster. Great. Like just. No, don't tweet at Foster. Tweet at um, one of the coaches. Ah, they're all off Twitter anyway. Yeah, Go for it. Just, uh, why not? Send emails. Go on like the, the – just find information. Bombard mm-hmm. 
people who are decision makers. Find Bill Beekman's email. Um, look for him at a game. He'll be the guy with mustard uh, on his shirt. Yes. Yep. Um, that was a low blow. <laughs> ah, no, it's fine. Just we got to get this going because I'm just thinking about it and I'm thinking about it working. And like mm-hmm. all I'm seeing is, is Jerry McNamara. <laughs> that's a sick thing oh like i started this podcast all mopey about this team and next thing you know it i'm like yes we are going foster off the ball 12 points a game death machine is back baby <laughs> uh well like, we, honestly what, what a journey we took is there any difference between foster lawyer and jerry maximera <laughs> oh the age that's it the age I, that's it I, who else? That's a hard I stop feel like after that. Syracuse made a living for a decade having one or two six foot tall white guys who just reigned. Oh my God! What, what was his name? That there's one. Wasn't Diebler? That, that that guy's Ohio State. Um, it begins with a D though. I can't. I can't believe I'm blanking on it. It's not Devin. I know. Um, oh, it was a Devendorf, right? Devendorf. Eric Devendorf. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Eric, Eric Devendorf. Yeah. <laughs> That's what we want. Why can we not? Get that with Foster Lawyer. How tall was Eric Diefendorf? I'm gonna just blindly assume taller than five nine. So. Yeah, that's that's yeah, the other. Other than that, though, we're fine. Eric Diefendorf is from Bay City. No way. No, that that cannot be true. Eric Diefendorf from Bay City. Wow, Eric Diefendorf Appreciation Podcast. Yeah. Wow. What was his shooting? Pre- it doesn't matter. Jerry McNamara. Oh, ninety eight percent is a shooting percentage. I don't even have to look that up. Ninety eight. 98%, yes, from three, yeah. We are 45 minutes in, and I am looking up Eric Devendorf's shooting percentage. Um, 38% career from three, but he shot 40% uh, and 39% his second, his junior and senior years. So really, like, and on good attempts. Like, that, that was a good shooter. Yeah. That's all we need. <sighs> all right, Matt, I'm out of, I'm out of steam. Oh, I'm just, uh, just getting fired hit, up. Should I hit the record button? Shoot, I didn't know we were going. Yeah, that's it. You're you're an average three point shooting team. Let's freaking lean in and become a great three point shooting team. I want to be Wofford. Oh yeah, no this this was yeah no th- thank you for uh, for recording with me and thank you to the listeners for all listening because I I feel th- this forty whatever minutes that we just took up was uh, very therapeutic. Because boy, was was I just a just a little poopy pants all day about uh, the game last night. You and usually I can get over a game easily. You know, Virginia Tech, I was fine a half hour after the game. This one, oh, this one just done a little differently. Yeah, so. it's because it's stupid. Ah, we're fine now. Here's, we're good. We're gonna get to straighten out the next five games. Here's the other, the most important thing of all this. It's December fifth. Yeah, yeah. It's not great yeah. right now, but no, I still have faith. Uh, and I will have even more faith when I see Foster Lawyer coming off the bench with Cassius Winston, playing mm-hmm. 16 minutes, taking mm-hmm. five threes, hitting three of them. Foster Lawyer wearing uh, Asics running shoes, not, yeah. not even we don't not need, even, we don't need Nike basketball, basketball shoes. shoes. <laughs> he's just got, like, oh, I cannot wait. He's got spikes on. He's got cross-country just, spikes. Just, just weightless. give it to me. Just weightless yes. shoes. He's, bare, he's got those shoes that like wrap around each individual toe. Yes. <laughs> And I want him practicing with ankle weights on. <laughs> Just wrapped in ankle weights. All right, Matt, we got to end this thing. Okay. We were we were done 12 mm-hmm. minutes ago. Mm-hmm. 
No, I, f- I feel like personally handing an award to anyone that's made it this far in the podcast. <laughs> this is Some very, our, a, a very impressive feat of endurance by the listener that, that made it this far. Honestly, I think it's some of our best work. I think so, too. Yeah. Foster lawyer, three-point slash marathon champion fan fiction. I'm gonna yeah. I'm gonna start drawing up a comic book or something here, a graphic oh novel. Oh my god, yeah. Oh, full feature length <laughs> film coming out in April. Gra- yeah, I can't wait. A graphic novel. Yeah. Uh, all right, it's the end of the show. Thanks so much for listening. Remind us to rate, review, and subscribe to the podcast. You can find Lockdown Spartans wherever you get your podcasts. We'll be back tomorrow. Tomorrow's Friday, Matt. Do we have anything to talk about? Let me look at their uh, schedule. Uh, I don't know if I'll be here. Matt doesn't know if he'll be here because he's gonna get some awards for tweets. Yeah. So, um, yeah, Michigan State plays Rutgers on Sunday. So maybe we'll talk about that a little bit, what we want to see, a little rebound action. Um, Yeah. And we can talk about Michigan State not firing anyone on football, maybe. Oh, mailbag questions, too. Send those suckers in. We we got some mailbag questions we'll get to. Well, you and I are going to tweet that out after we get done uh, recording here. So that's what we'll do for tomorrow's show because it is a Friday. Uh, that's going to do it for us. We'll see you tomorrow, Matt. Take us home. Foster, if uh, if you're listening right now, get your ass on the treadmill!